play this podcast as frequently as possible. Then, as it becomes easier for you, play the podcast once a day or as needed. Am I supposed to hear y'all? Or myself? Everybody? I mean, yeah. What you hear? Everybody. I don't know if I hear y'all outside of the headphones or in the headphones. (laughs) (laughs) Coronavirus! Five minutes later. Don't have me looking crazy. Cause we'll beat you up now. Let me know when to say go. Savage. You want me to count you down? Yes, please. You starting us off? Mm Mm-hmm. And then five, four, three, two. What's up, what's up, what's up, guys? Um, welcome to another episode of Responsible Mistakes, where we're just trying to figure it out. On the mic right now, this is Regine. Ayana, say what's up. What's up, though? <laughs> what's good? And we got a special guest in the building. Christina, say what's up. How y'all doing? Do you go by CT? What you go by? I do. The streets call me CT. Oh! <laughs> the streets. The streets. The streets. The streets. The streets. What's up? What's up? What's up? I'm good in every hood. Every hood. I'm good in every MLK. You know what I'm saying? Oh, every MLK. You know. Mm-hmm. So, All the hood. Because when I'm in New York, I'm Millie Rock. You know what I'm saying? Hiding in my closet. Oh, any block? <laughs> On every block. Oh. Put it in my sock. Put it in your sock? Put it in my sock. <laughs> oh. Bold. Bold. That YG left, right? <laughs> what are you talking about? Not the socks match? No, never. Oh, man. No, we don't do that. I know. I never wear matching socks. Me either. I and I want do. to so bad. I actually do wear matching You're socks. You're so lame. Whatever. But You're so organized. Shut up. She is. She's the most organized everybody, person you know I've ever in my life. Everybody keeps saying I'm responsible and you're like mistake. the mistake. Mm-hmm. But that's mean as fuck. It is, but I've embraced it. I'm not that responsible. But, you know, we do want to say thank you all for listening. You know, if you've gotten to episode three, you're a real one. You know what I'm saying? Three times is the charm. It is. Um, We do have a word of the week. And the word of the week today is peace. Peace. Peace got to be still. Be peace has still. to be, you know, in the room. You got to mm. have it, understand it, mm. believe it. Mm. And this is an appropriate time to talk about peace because mm. I know yes, a lot Lord. of y'all under the same roof with y'all family members and it's nothing that peaceful. Because <laughs> I just got to tell my mama this morning, y'all. Girl, I got to tell my mama last night. And it's just like, <laughs> when you in the same vicinity with somebody for a certain amount of time, it's like, it's not peaceful. Mm-mm. But we got to strive for that peace under these mm-hmm. wavering times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm peace. saying? So peace is the word of the week. Be still. When you get upset, just think about peace. Mm-hmm. You want peace, you have to be peaceful. You feel me? Um, peace out, haters. Period. All that. But what's going on with y'all? How, how has y'all last couple of days been? I know this episode is going to be posted later on, but how's life? Life is good. Life is good. Life is good. Life is unpredictable. Oh, for sure. Life is what's next. Yeah. Life is... (laughs) This is her therapy. Life is question mark, then exclamation point, then question mark, then exclamation point, and so on and so on. Okay. That's all I got to say about life right now. Okay. What about you, CT? Um, 
Life is like, you know, like the emoji with like the squiggly face. And I love that raised emoji. Eyebrow. Yeah, that's kind of what life is like. You know, yeah. but life is all the emojis. I will say I <laughs> lately I've been having more good days than bad. So I'm thankful for that. And, you know, I look forward to them all being good days because I feel it coming. It's coming, you know. So I feel that. I've been having um, pretty good days. Like, it's crazy. I'm trying not to say it's crazy. It's good that I've been having better days, but I think it came from me just wanting to have a good day. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be a bad day, but if I feel like it's a good day, then it's a good day. Yeah. So, That's just pretty much, like, attracting and being the being the energy you want to receive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because something good is going to come out of the day. Yeah, for sure. Because the first good thing is waking up. Waking up. Let me tell you, I don't. I didn't see the video on um, Instagram, but I think people are upset because they're pretty much confined to their own homes, and I feel like that's crazy. Like, why <laughs> I are you seen this post that you posted today. <laughs> about what? Mother um, Earth, how it's coming back to its balancing no, out? it was something, saying something about why do people have such a hard time staying home or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I love being home, you know, but um, we just eating fruit and shit. Um, what was I saying? It's juicy, too. It is. What is Publix? Yeah, it is. Mm. No. Girl, I got this from Walmart. Walmart? Mm. Okay, Wally. What was I saying, though? I'm really bad with that. Oh, I saw I'm sorry. Instagram. I'm such a shot side tracker. Somebody on Instagram posted, I guess everyone's complaining about being at home, and someone posted, like, they didn't post the homeless person, I don't think, but they just showed, like, how some people are, like, literally, like, living outside, and they're like, you know, y'all are upset about being, being home. home when y'all have like home. family you know what I'm saying like mm. you may not have everything that you want but you still have to look at the blessings you do have so that's a good way to look at life like you may literally have so many things that you can count and be like these are things that are not going right but you're not even looking at all the blessings that you have you know that you have so I just want to shift my focus on looking at what's really important because mm. all this other stuff is really not important. Mm. It's not. So. It is, especially the fact that, um, you know, I'm so blessed because y'all know I live in Atlanta, but I've been in Savannah for maybe a week and a half now. Yeah. And although yesterday was the first time me and my mom kind of got into it, it was all it was okay. Yeah, it, it was, was cool. all love. It was all love. Yeah, I she gave my mom a hug after we got know. into it. <laughs> I call her on FaceTime today. Like, we ain't had no bad blood. You feel me? Because I'm forever grateful that I can get back in her house whenever yeah. whenever need be. Yeah. You know? We out here struggling, girl. Girl. Struggling. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she like, I just she just, said, <laughs> she said chilling. <laughs> chilling. But we brought you on the show today because, actually, let me say this. Let me give you a proper introduction. You got the best looking pineapple in the butt. You do. I just think, I just think you should know. You oh. do. I'm but, a professional pineapple picker. <laughs> this girl is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, CT happens to be my best friend. Oh, this shit is busting. Sorry. <laughs> Can I get some? Yeah. I don't want to use the same coronavirus for it. I mean... You ain't scared of the coronavirus? At this point, we all got it. If it's my time, it's my time. It's my time. I kind of feel like that, too. Oh, I can die fuck. crossing this street. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna eat that shit, because I gotta that. have that. I'm not eating that, bro. <laughs> it's on the table, y'all. the table, bro. <laughs> bro, what the fuck is you doing? You missed that shit. Let me get some. Ouch. Man. I just ate my funny bone. Cool. Okay. There I'm not gonna go. drop this one. Okay. 
Let me yeah. eat this pineapple real quick. <laughs> then I'm gonna introduce you. Okay. That was a lie. I know. So CT is my best friend. We've been friends for how long, girl? Because I I stopped counting. Ooh, shoot. Uh, we met in like what, 2006, 2007? Maybe 2007, yeah. So that's like 13 years? 13, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. going on 14, I think. August and this is be- my longest lasting friendship to that's this day. That's great. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. And y'all same. know how to be a good friend too, so. Definitely. I think I received that, you know, because sometimes I question myself, like, what am I doing wrong? Me too, girl. Like I said before, I love friendship. Friendship is equivalent to family to me. Agree. But CT has been my longest kept friendship. She, we act a, very much alike. It's kind of scary. Um, I hold her accountable. She holds me accountable. She is. I don't want to say a. What is it? They don't say what is it for girls. Not Jack of all trades, but Jane. Jill, Jane, whatever. Mm-hmm. Jane, Jill of all trades. I don't believe in that. I think that you really are like just multi talented because I feel like having a lot of talents means you're talentless because you don't have like one thing that you really hone in on, but you have a lot. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So you you're very very multi talented. Um, you. she does a lot, y'all. Like, so what's what's some of the things Let's that you do? Into it. Like, what's um, some people people so don't know? My profession is being a makeup artist, which if you would have told me in high school, well, actually, my sister has been um, a licensed cosmetologist for over 20 years. I always say I would never in my life do anything cosmetology related. That's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to work for the FBI, you know, and figure out all the secrets stuff that the government be doing to us. And so I just, um, my first time ever having my makeup done was for our graduation back in 2013. And, you know, at Mac, you really? got to buy a certain amount of products to, you know, get your face done. So I bought everything that the lady used on my face. And it was really nice. The next day I tried to do it. I was like, what's up? That's not what she did at all. So then I went back and I met Verando, who is like one of the top makeup artists in Savannah. And he was working at Mac at the time. So he used to show me how to apply stuff. So I just kept going back. He'll show me how to do something different. You know, eyebrows, here's your foundation, eyeshadow, stuff like that. So eventually, you know, I just kept practicing, watching YouTube videos, and then other people were like, hey, would you do my makeup? No, I don't want to do y'all makeup, like, cause I'm not a people person at all. Like anything service related, no, that's not what I want to do. But eventually, I just said, okay, forget it. Um, my very first client was one of the girls I used to coach, Jenkins Dance Line, um, in like 2015 up to 2017. And she wanted her makeup done for prom, so I did it. She was my first client. And it came out really nice. I was impressed. I was like, okay, you know, I love something. So I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll do it. And then I finally decided to start taking it seriously. And boom, there you have it. I'm the bomb today. Mm -hmm. Like, for a while, I doubted myself. And I was like, I don't know. Am I really good? You know, am I this? But now, yeah, I'm the shit. Like, So what what moment did you realize, like, I'm the shit? Um... It just kind of like, I don't know. I, I just, one day I was like, wait, like my work is really good. Like I just, you know, just sit back looking at pictures. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely within the last year or so, I would say prom season, like, you know, like how my prom looks turned out, that just kind of really opened my, like, you know, the feedback that I got from people, from the girls and stuff like that. I was like, okay, I'm actually the bomb. And of course, you know, like my clientele increasing kind of, confirm that feeling so 
Um, outside of makeup, I do my own hair. I braid my hair. I do my wigs, all that. Mainly because I don't like paying for stuff. So I feel that once I ask, I hey, I how much like does that. this cost? And I feel like the price is unreasonable. I'm going to try to do it myself. And most of the times I can do the stuff myself. So I just do it. And um, I know how to sew. Um, I cook really well. I can cook pretty much anything. But I love cooking soul food. That's my favorite. You can cook some collard greens. Yeah, yes, girl. she can. Yeah, girl. I ain't got that one yet. Yes, she can. And yeah, she's girl. sometimes random with it. She'll just be like, y'all want to come over? I'm making a big Sunday, deal, Sunday meal. And I'd be like, yo, you out here making like whole feasts. You know? What I, kind I of cheeses you put in your macaroni? Um, Gouda. I use the Gouda. triple cheddar. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kobe Jack. Okay, sis. Well, um, that's like a little introduction of CT. And we're going to get into a lot of stuff today um, pertaining to just like entertainment, entrepreneurship, nine to five. I feel like all of us at, at this table have had some kind of job where we clock in, clock out. But I definitely feel like we all agree that like entrepreneurship is like really where our heart is. Um, but I do want to get into Sage the Day first. Let's burn Sage. So Sage Today, for the most part, I just wanted to just this week come from my heart and I read an affirmation that's already been typed out. Um, So y'all can do the same or y'all can maybe read something off of a list. But I feel like my affirmation is I want to be, um, you know, I want to love myself throughout, through everything. Through so, it all. Yeah, through it all. Because like I'm like an overthinker times 100. And I overthink everything, like any everything inter any and every interaction I have with someone. I'm thinking, what could I have done better? Am I offending this person? Because I feel like sometimes I'm like a jokester, but if I don't know you that well, you don't know me that well, you may take it a different way. So I'm always in my head. So I'm like, let me just love myself of through all through everything, like imperfections, good, bad, indifferent. Like I gotta love me. That's not nobody else's business to do but mine. So that's my affirmation for today. My information for today is the pastor said it yesterday. Yes, Lord. I tuned in to two services at that crib. Wait, what'd you say? I'm sorry. It's like kind of loud right now. Uh, the pastor said it yesterday. He said, I'm not sick and I'm not broke. Period. So that's that. Not not just for this situation. Yeah. That needs to be for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not sick. I'm not broke. It's big bag season. Period. Okay. We're getting this money. Regardless. Wherever we got to get it, we're getting it. it. But that's real, though, because I feel like a lot of people with, like, this situation in, like, this particular situation, a lot of people are like, oh, it's inevitable. We're all going to get it or stay away from me, da-da-da. But it's like, if you believe it, then that's probably what's going to happen. If I manifest good things, then good things are going to come to me. But if I keep thinking about negativity and getting this infection and this Mm -hmm. and that, then guess what? I'm going to be in the hospital bed looking crazy because Mm -hmm. I manifested that into my life. I didn't believe, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So... 
that's some good that's a good little word but what about you um my affirmation is this quote that i have saved as my screensaver it says expectations are a bigger enemy to our happiness than our circumstances the few expectations you have the better off you are and that is from a book called unlearned that i was reading Mm -hmm. and so you know like lately like very much recently life has been teaching me um because my problem was you know i'm a very loyal person like you guys i value friendship because i don't have a close relationship with my family at all so you know my friends are you know very much i consider my family right and so i pretty much want my friends to be the same type of friend that i am to them you know i'm very reliable i will give anybody the shirt off my back if they need it so you know i look for the same in return but it wasn't happening that way. I'm like, you know, what's going on? Is something wrong with me? Am I doing something wrong? Like, right. it's gonna like, yeah. what, hey, I need you to do this. I need you to be this for me. You know, I need you to start doing this because this makes me unhappy. And it's like, people weren't receptive to me trying to communicate. And, you know, mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, well, you know what? Forget it. Yeah. Everybody isn't gonna be the type of friend that I am. So I'm just gonna push back. You know, I don't have to give anybody my all that's not even giving me half, you know? So. Mm-hmm. Once I started doing that, I just kind of started staying in my own lane and just being more receptive to the people that were giving me the type of friendship that I desired. It's been a lot easier. So it's like, I don't really care if you are as good of a friend to me as I am to you because you just, whatever, you stay over there. that's real. Sometimes, like we were just talking about this, like you have to analyze your friendships and be like, am I being a good friend? Is this person not being a good friend? Like what is going on here? But another thing I would tell, I told my good friend this, um, she has two kids and all of her other friends for the most part don't have kids. So it's a different dynamic that they really don't grasp because Mm -hmm. they don't have children. And at the end of the day, I understand where she's coming from, but like she more so was upset because of the actions of this particular person. And I kept explaining to her, I was like, although you are right and you should feel how you feel, you cannot try to you got you got to stop feeling like you trying to see yourself in other people like everyone mm-hmm. is not you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and that goes along with like expectations but i do want to challenge that quote and ask you just because like we have our own little side conversations mm-hmm. like do you believe that you should still have expectations in certain things or you should just be like i don't have any expectations whatever happens happens because i think that you should have expectations um I I have had expect like that was my mindset you know like this is what I desire these are my standards this is what has to happen like this is what has to be this is the bar mm-hmm. I'm not changing it but life you know has kind of forced me into a it is what it is and I react accordingly kind right. of perspective so that's where I am now it's like I'm not gonna put too much emphasis on what anybody should be doing. I'm just gonna base how I, you know, yeah. carry myself off of what they choose to do without any force from me. I, I suppose, I suppose. How do you feel about that, Reggie? Well, I was just about to ask this question that somebody asked me yesterday. If only I can find it in my DMs. He said, um, cause I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, transfer the answer. He said, I heard your podcast and I thought the context the content was intriguing. I got a question that I would like you to address. Um, and I feel like it'll be a good discussion. So the question is, who do you think settles more in relationships, men or women? But I want to talk about <laughs> friendships. So do you, we feel like oh, we Lord. settle? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Do we settle in friendships as well? Like, I feel like... I don't. No. Okay. Mm-mm. No. 
Okay. <laughs> well, let me tell you where I'm coming from. So, um, you you know the friend. Well, how the friendship with me and my roommate went down. Yeah. Um, but I always felt like I should you know, still try to communicate with her because we had been friends for so long. Right. And we had been through so much. But then at the same time, it's like I'm not getting the same in return. So I shouldn't continue. Oh, girl, are you living my life? <laughs> girl, what? <laughs> I think a lot of people go through that, though. That's not just like a you thing. Like, a lot of people go through that same thing. Yeah. But, like, what was the end result? Like, you, you just kind of, like, fell back or are you still trying or... I definitely feel back. Um, my mom asked me maybe two days ago, hey, has so-and-so checked on you? And I'm just like, no. Wow. But have you checked on them? No. So is, it, is both of y'all, like, just in y'all own little ways? Yeah, but I don't think I did anything wrong. And like I said in the beginning, at the front of the year, I apologized. Like, hey, I'm sorry for everything that went down. Then one of my other good friends was like, Regine, what did you apologize for? And I'm like, I'm... I'm well, asking myself the same question. I understand why you probably felt it was necessary to apologize because you want peace. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, it doesn't peace. matter. if Exactly. So, it doesn't matter if you were right or really wrong. It just was You're more so on, I want to be a mature yeah. individual. You know what I'm saying? I'm an adult. Because a lot of people want to say they grown, but it's like, you're not really grown because you're not really doing what you're supposed to do mm-hmm. as a grown-ass adult. Mm-hmm. So, you were doing something where it was like, no matter what the outcome is, I want you to know my stance. And I'm coming from a positive place. If you don't receive it, then that's your a little immature ass problem right. so if she wasn't receptive and it turned and did the same thing or was like you know had a change of heart then she's the one who ha- has the problem and sometimes you gotta just wash your hands with certain situations like you can't beat a dead horse um, but that's why I say I don't settle in friendships because I feel like I don't really have to... I'm not about to teach you how to be my friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not doing that. Like, that was probably me in middle school, high school. Mm-hmm. I'm grown. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got grown woman bills. I'm not about to teach nobody how to be my friend. If you don't be my friend, you can go. Like, right. honestly. A lot of people in my life that are here in my life, they are here for a reason. If you're not in my life anymore, then things may not always be bad. Like, sometimes people can just kind of just move, move on with their lives or whatever. So, I don't really think that I have to settle I think it's important to communicate, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I have an issue with Christina, I feel like I voice my opinion to her, vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like, I listen and I receive what she's saying. I don't be like, oh, girl, whatever. Like, I really am, like, willing to change or enhance what I do or, you know, be a better person because she holds me accountable. But if I was a horrible person, I don't think we'd be sitting right here today. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I don't think I've had to, like, settle in my friendship with her like well i feel like um i categorize people you know i know a lot of people but i can count on one hand the ones that i consider friends and those are the ones i don't settle with but i don't really have to you know like we all pretty much share the same personality it's understood we have the same likes dislikes we all know each other very well you know we know what makes each other tick so it's just like we just vibe so there's no settling required but you know i do have associates you know like i don't have that kind of relationship with like i know your place in my life i 
know I can't confide in you about certain things. You know, I know you may only be good for hanging out. So, you know, mm-hmm. those I may be settling in a sense, but I don't I wouldn't think of it as settling because I would never consider that person as a friend anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't, you're meeting them where really they no, are. Right. Mm-hmm. No expectation. It's just like you the club friend. Right. <laughs> exactly. right, right. Yeah. You're the club yeah, friend. That is but true. I would not come to you, you know, to cry mm-hmm. on your shoulder about it. Yeah, I'm not but, talking to you about my nigga. Yeah. Though, you know, yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's real though. Yeah, it is. So, I like that. I like that. But I just realized we didn't even do the icebreaker. Oh, let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Let's do it. Let's so do it. I'll While do... we wait on the wine. Yeah, my mama. mama. Oh, she said she's at the door. Oh, mama. Did y'all see a, a black car over there? I did, like two minutes ago. She said, I'm at the door. This is deja vu. All of this. <laughs> <laughs> Even your laugh. Oh my God, this is scary. That girl said, even your laugh. Oh, this is about? deja vu. It, it goes away so quick. I can't believe your mama left her phone in Kroger. Yo, my mama went to go get us some <laughs> wine because we love to drink wine when we record. And I told her to get the wine. She called me and was like, I see Stella this, Stella. I'm like, no, it's Stella Rosa. She did not see it. She's going to leave the store. She finally found it, but they sold out of everything I want. And then when she's on her way, she left her phone at the store. Mm. And now she is... Pulling up, I think. Is she out there? Uh-huh. Oh, thank you. But okay, let's go ahead and get into our icebreaker. So this icebreaker is dedicated to you. You know, we've already broken the ice. There really wasn't any yeah. ice, but um, just for the sake of playing a good game, we have. Hold on, hold on. A slushy. Hey, my good sis, you got Literally. the wine. All right, we got some cups. We got fruit. You know. All right. Oh, give me some hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. Let's, we need that. Thank you. There we go. Sorry. No weapon formed against Can us. Can I have a chocolate? You got the fancy chocolate. I love Ferrero Rocher. She said, hold on. Girl. It's not for us. She yeah, said, all, don't, don't come at me like that. What's wrong? Because like I call them fancy? First of all, don't acknowledge my chocolate. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> she said, don't the even chocolate look at is your not chocolate. existed to you. <laughs> Yeah. Not even there. Anyway, let's go ahead and pour up. Uh, <laughs> pop her open. Pop her open. I just did. I just put sanitizer on my hands out there. Open it. Pop bottle. Oh my god. Oh no. Um, go ahead. Have your you. last meal. No, because I actually had too many. I'm trying to get I'm gonna get one too. Oh. Wait, I have a question because like all my life, like I would eat those, but I don't eat. What is it in the middle? Hazelnut. Yeah. Y'all put nuts in your mouth? All the time. <laughs> oh. I can't put no nuts in my mouth. <laughs> Mm-mm, baby. She said all the time, period. Can somebody, can somebody open this? <laughs> you know what's so crazy? Like, all of my family this weekend was like, when's your podcast coming out? When's your po-? It's already out. <laughs> and when y'all listen to this episode, y'all can be like, this girl talking about nuts and this and that. Yes, I am. Pour it for me, baby. Okay, I'm going to pour us up. I never had Stella Rosa pink What's before. Good? It is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Stella Rosa the only um, wine that you drink? Who? You. No, this is the drink. I all type of wines. I, I drink finding out about yeah. new wines that I never heard of in my life. Yeah, I drink a lot of different wines. My favorite is um, Verdi. I love Ooh. Stella Rosa. Um, what's the one that Taylor put us on? Is it called Poggio or something? Poggio. I think so. I like that one. I got. I should do Where a list. Where does the pizza come from? Oh, first of all, me, me, Mark, my major has something going on over here. It's a whole bunch of. Okay. Oh, that's your pizza? Oh, that was already sitting there? Yeah. Mm. What you think? You want some wine, Monty? Can you, like, talk me off? Thank you. 
Oh, I was trying to be fancy, but I guess. Oh no, this I'm is a so real Girl, thank you. <laughs> is this like that? Really, it has a scale on the back. It's in the middle. Okay, cool. So it has a scale. Yeah. All the Stella Roses have a scale to tell you from like dry to sweet. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I think, I think that black is the black is to the other side. I don't like Stella Rosa black. You want some more? Anybody want some? You want some wine? We got some cups over there. Where's the cups, Reggie? All this static and this sound. <laughs> okay. So while Regine is doing that, I'm gonna read some Making lyrics. I'm gonna read some <laughs> lyrics to you. And I just want you to answer um either the title of the song or the person who wrote the song, the artist. Okay. So okay. Top down when I ride, getting high like a fire. Bitch, I pull up on your boo. Tell his ass get inside. Let a real bitch slide. Got him drinking out the fire. He know I'm dropping that game, but I'm not going to tell him a lie. You know what I'm talking about so far? Slide? No. Drink, drink, drink. I've been drinking. Is this still the same song? Or this is the same. This is the next verse. Okay. I hit you up when I'm faded. I know you tired of me playing. Call you back to back. Call you back to back. That sounds like some Janae Aiko. Till you call me. Call me back, baby. I know it's late. You've been waiting. My Kanye kisses make you crazy. These other bitches can't fade me. <laughs> you don't know the song? No. You want me to tell you or want me to keep yeah, going? Yeah, like, it sounds like the stuff that I don't listen to. Like, that soft, like, First of all, sleep, I read this like this on purpose. This is Kanye Queen by Meg Thee Stallion. Girl. Oh, yeah. You no. don't like that song? <laughs> she said, you know. I did it on purpose because I'm like, she like Meg, but I don't think she listens to that song. So that's Kanye Queen by Meg Thee Stallion. You got the next one, Regine. I think you might have to go to the actual website. She might get this one. I think she'll get this one. I hope so. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> My friends wonder what is wrong with me. But... <laughs> <laughs> she probably like, what the fuck y'all trying me? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in a daze for your love, you see? I came back to let you know, got a thing for you, and I can't let go. But then, I only want the best. It's true. I can't believe the things I do for you. It's not like what she just said. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what part are you at? Because I'm going to do the rest. Okay. What part are you, you at? You want me to read my part over? No, wait. Okay, yeah. the last line was. Are y'all starting from the beginning believe. or just like a random? We just chose a random part. Oh, okay, okay. My yeah. last part was I can't believe the things I do for you. Wait, what song is this? Oh, <laughs> girl. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. Okay. Start. What's the first thing you just said? No My friends want wonder what is wrong with me. You talking about the days for your love? The next line, days for yeah, your love. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but then I only want the best. It's true. I can't believe the things I do for you. What you won't do, do for love. You've tried everything, but you won't give up. In my world, only okay, you. Um, yeah, so that's the song 
what you want. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that old school. You know what I'm saying? Right. We read it like that because okay, we don't want one. people to get it. But you got it. So, congrats. It was like a little spoken word, open mic session yeah, this time. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was Sorry if we made y'all go to sleep. Y'all ain't got no, like, uh, <laughs> boosie or... Maybe. See, I was going to do a webby, but that was too easy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, um, 9 to 5. Anybody in here had a 9 to 5? Anybody in here had a okay. clock in, clock out? job i can tell y'all about the weirdest job i ever had in my life let's hear it boom straight out of graduation i was applying for jobs and nobody wasn't really getting at me but one job they got at me and i just thought oh god thank you so anyway <laughs> so it was a um a direct marketing job right y'all know, know what that, yeah. <laughs> y'all know what direct market what does direct marketing mean to y'all and you a telemarketer? You had to call and harass people? Direct yeah. means you at the front door. Like, I'm, I'm here. face-to-face. I went to their house, bitch. Yeah. So, you must have really needed that money. Girl, and it wasn't even no money like that. I was just doing it. I was like, I'm going to learn. But you got a good personality, so you're good in sales. Yeah, I was about to say, that's right up your alley. You know, Thank you, you. You can look like you happy to talk Excuse to people. Me. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to yeah. sometimes yeah. get myself a pep talk. <laughs> I do. So, yeah, that was, like, the weirdest job that I ever done. I did it for, like, four months, um, knocking on people's doors Monday through Saturday um, for, like, eight to nine hours a day. And Damn. that was, like, probably 60 hours a week. It just wasn't adding up. Mm. 60 hours? So what it was, like, adding what up. What you about when you got the date? Like, what was your Um, your My speech? pitch was, hey, have you gotten that letter in the mail that we sent out? Oh, No. <laughs> well just so you know you and your neighbors qualify for the fastest internet speed um with our new fiber optic network you know then so basically we were selling tv internet wait and then they supposed to invite you in their house that's a step <laughs> that's the fourth step you supposed to get in the house when you get in the house <laughs> <laughs> Girl, you might feel so nice. When you get in the house, they're more receptive to buy because you already in their house. You on their couch. They done gave you some water. You playing with the dog. 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 Oh. One time I was combing a little girl hair, signing her mama up. Oh, signing her mama really up. Serious. Whatever you really it takes. Gotta, you got whatever it takes. You got to hmm. get in there. But they were pipping me off, so I had to get out of there. Oh, yeah, wow. I had to get then out you of like, there. Didn't they, like, send you a text that they really send weren't supposed to send text. you a text? My manager, because we got four managers, one of my managers sent me a text that he was supposed to send the main manager talking shit about me. Oh. <laughs> about me. What they what said? They, say, girl? they said, uh, I don't think Regine should go on the West Palm um, Palm Beach trip um, next week. I just sent her home. She's been a total nag bomb. Oh. Not a nag I'm going to assume that they eat um, You was a nag bomb Potato salad with raisins First of all, they didn't even know what was going on in my life In the same week My car had got totaled So it was like, I needed to leave y'all I had to go get my shit out of the car Before they totaled that bitch Wait, question, let's go back to the nag bomb Do they eat potato salad with raisins? Oh yes or no? God. The people that you're talking about, that ethnicity, that Nag group of people. Bomb. Yes. They eat raisins. Yes. And they okay. Speaking of that, I went, I meant to tell y'all about this at the birthday party. The night. Yesterday, bomb? the last night. Uh-huh. 
because with the black black and white folks, we had this conversation once when I was in the office. And, you know, I'm a black girl, and I had red dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell them, y'all can't be sending me to these white folk neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they already off bed, like, they, nervous. They're like, mm-hmm. girl, get the fuck off my porch. Get <laughs> off my porch. Go away, Bonquisha. So, so you can't your send me. <laughs> exactly. You can't send me to the name, um, the same neighborhood that you send in um, Elizabeth with the blonde mm-hmm. hair. Short white girl, blonde hair. Of course she go get that sale. Yeah. Of course she is. They gonna think if you a fraud exactly. trying to set people up to break in Yeah, exactly. you're trying to, yeah. If you don't they. send me to Decatur or Lathonia on some shit, mm-hmm. do not send me to Roswell. Sandy Springs, <laughs> Marietta. <laughs> don't send me, don't send Just me to Marietta. Get me out of Cobb County. Get me out of Cobb. Mm-hmm. I understand. Shoot. Mm-mm. Send me to Camp Creek if you need to. Period, pool. But look. At the airport. Mm-hmm, I had to tell them. So yeah, I was being a neck bomb. <laughs> Said fuck that shit. I ain't never went back the next week. So did you respond to that text or no? He before I can even even respond because I was sick. I stayed home sick. Before I even could respond, he texted me back like, "Regina, I'm so sorry. This wasn't supposed to go to you. How about um I take you to dinner later tonight and I can really help you get back on track before what? Fuck your before the trip. I'm going to the trip, bitch. I went on the trip, bitch. Like no, fuck of course you. I went to West Palm Beach. I never been there before. Yeah. I ain't sold shit either because I already knew <laughs> I went on the trip. Yeah, you was, I'm I used on their money. I slept in the little um the hotel bed in the next suite. <laughs> <laughs> that sweet You said you slept in it or you slept I, in it? I slept in it. <laughs> I'm talking too fast. But yeah, they ain't seen me the next week. Of course I'm gonna go on your trip. Yeah, not really. Of course I am. Fuck it, vacation we for me. Free <laughs> vacation for me. Thanks. I had a free vacation in Miami not so long ago. That shit was lit. Oh yay. I told you about that. No, you didn't. What's going Girl, on? I know this is off track, but I just had to share it since you're talking about Florida. Me and my boyfriend, we chose to go to Florida to get out, um, go to a chiropractor. He's really famous there. We scheduled like three months beforehand to go while we drove all the way there. I drove from Atlanta to Savannah and then we drove to Miami. That's a lot of driving. That's a lot. So we finally That's got boop, there. Boop, boop. Yeah. And we finally got there and they were like, um, we pulled up. No one was there. It's dark. And I'm like, hey, we're here for our appointment. They was like, oh. And I'm like, oh, what? Where y'all at? <laughs> I was like, we're trying to find a place. He was like, yeah, we're closed over there. I'm like, what you mean? We scheduled this months ago. So long story short, they had to honor. They paid for our hotel. They gave us an extra night. They did a free complimentary um, chiropractor visit, and they gave us free merchandise. And I think they gave Look us a voucher. God. So, like, we literally only paid for gas and food. Look at God. That's so, nice. That was lit. So, Clutch. sometimes you can't be all upset. You know, mm-hmm. good things on the other side of that, you exactly. know? Exactly. But, but I boom. did ask that question about nine to five. Like, all of us have had a clock in, clock out job, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you are at these jobs, you know, have you all ever felt like this is not where I belong or fuck this job? Or do you put your all into it? And you just be like, you know, I don't, it's not too bad. Like, how do y'all really feel? So, um, I feel my first real job, because it's a job I got like after back to back fast food convenience store jobs. I was a 911 dispatcher. I did that for three and a half years. That and sounds cool. I loved it. Yeah. Like, the actual job itself, I felt like I was really good at it. Because, like, you really have to have a certain type of personality to be able to do a job like that. And it was perfect for me. Because, yeah. like, I don't really, I don't, I don't want to say I'm emotionless, but you don't I'm show not. Emotion. Yeah. You're not as dramatic as others, right? Like I don't be as phased. Like oh my god, and I just be looking like oh dang, that's fucked up, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was I was really good at the job. Um, I felt like I was the youngest person there for a very long time, 
And, you know, of course, you know, it'd be the old hating heifers that, you know, they mad because you're doing the exact same job that they're doing and you're really good at it. So I had to deal with that. But like I said, the environment wasn't that great. Leadership was very shitty. So that's what made the job like, I don't want to be here. But as far as actual, you know, the actual work, I enjoyed it. Um, so I, I definitely gave that job my all. Uh, my most recent job was at Levy Jewelers and they were a bunch of racist bitches. And I definitely did not give that job my all because I felt like for the pay, and the amount of work that they wanted, it wasn't, you know, equal. And it was a privately owned company. So I had already started to catch on that they were very cheap. Like they would try to get the most amount of work that they could get out of you. Mm -hmm. Like my supervisor, my technical title was supposed to be um, inventory specialist. So my supervisor, she is technically the inventory manager and she's the IT person. She did inventory, IT, accounting sales and she basically did every person in the building's job for them and so once i started to catch on you know she was very impressed by how fast i caught on to how to do the job and so she, she just kept trying to teach me more stuff and more mm-hmm. stuff and more stuff. and i started to catch on like whoa 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 like i see you try to do everybody else's job and you trying to train me how to do everybody else's job. To so be like, a minion. Yeah, so what was happening is somebody would come in, ask her, hey, can you do this? And she'd be like, oh, let me show you how to do this. No, because what they're not going to do is come in and be handing it to me. That's not my job description. That's all I get paid to do, yeah. right? Y'all are paying me to bare do minimum job. money, you know, money for the job that I was hired for. If you want to train me to do all this extra stuff, you need to pay me more. So, like, once I people was going on, I just started acting slow. Like, I started acting like I didn't understand stuff. And I just, you know, I was basically was beating them at their own game. So, yeah, I did not give that job my all at all. I hated it from, like, the first week of being there. I knew I wasn't going to make it for a full year. So, yeah. That How was. long were you there? From April to December. So, that's what, like, April seven months? That's a couple of months. I don't think I've ever so, held a job that long. <laughs> That was my next question. Like, when, how, what's the longest that y'all have held a job? My longest job was at Forever 21. Really? My that was first like over job. a year, right? I, well, it was like maybe over two years. Oh, that's um, good. Because when I was working there, I started when I was 16. I graduated high school and I went back and forth during um, when I was at Clark. Yeah. So when I came back home for like the summers, I would still have a job at Forever 21. So that was my longest job. I guess my longest job was my internship that turned into me engineering. Um, I started when I, at the studio, when, when it was, what year I graduated? 17. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped engineering. Well, I'm still engineering, so I still kind of work there, I guess. So that's my longest lasting job, if you would. But like my like nine to five clock in, clock out, girl, five months max. Five months? Yeah, I'm out. In and out. I have a reason and purpose. Oh, I'm this out. one that you're at now? This one and my last one. When did I start this job? The job I'm at now, I've started on Halloween, and it's what March. Mm-hmm. We in March. What well, this episode oh, gonna come out? Start on Halloween. This that episode, was so weird. This me. episode gonna come out in April, but like March. So what is that? Like the end of so like four four months. I guess four or five, something like that. I don't know. That's how much I care. Um. So yeah, I don't stay places long, and it's not to brag. It's just like, what am I staying here for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm a good, I, I work really hard. That's the thing. Like, I work really hard, but I think I'm just, like, so conditioned to believe that I. this is not my end-all, be-all. This is not my end result. This is not what's going to keep me. I'm not going to stay here. How people be there for, like, 20, 30 years and y'all still mm-hmm. making the same rate I'm making, like, that's absurd. That's unheard of. I'm not doing that. 
And I feel like when I look at it on like a bigger scale, I'm working to help someone else get richer. I'm helping someone else with their dream that they had one day. I'm fulfilling their dreams. And it's like, you can do that same thing for your own shit. Like, so I don't knock a nine to five, but I also know for me personally, an entrepreneur, like that, that standpoint is really like what I feel like I was put on this earth to do. So I'm not going to put eight hours into someone else's business and go home and just go to sleep. Right. Like I'm cheating myself at that point. And I think that's how I look at business and entrepreneurship and all that good stuff. I use the money from what I have going on my job and I put it to what I need to put it towards. So, yeah. So has the coronavirus affected the workforce? Definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm uh, fortunate enough and blessed enough to still have a job. Um, still work the same hours and everything like that, working from home. But a lot of people, you know, are very still like afraid, like, you know, what if they do let us go or whatever? And I can't be afraid of that. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't be fearful of that because I know that like, no matter what predicament I'm in, I've always been able to make it. You know what I'm saying? If I don't make it, I'm still alive. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not the end of the world. Like, money is freaking paper. People be killing themselves over paper. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't look at it like that. Like, I'm blessed, like I said. Other people are not, but I ultimately think that the coronavirus has affected a lot of people in their, um, you know, their wages and stuff. But I want people to also look at it like, understand that your money helps the world go around. So you want to have more like compassion for people and respect for people. Like if I go to McDonald's and they treat me wrong, it's like I'm helping you have a job. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think everyone should look how like we all make this shit go around. So don't treat people like shit because, like, like for people who just are entrepreneurs, like, that's all they do. Like, they shit on people with nine-to-fives, but them people that's got nine-to-fives are coming to get their nails done by you. So if you didn't have no clients, it's because all the nine-to-five people got let off. You know what I'm saying? So don't shit mm-hmm. on people because you never know what life would take you. So that's my take on it. Definitely Rose. agree. Because, like, I, um, you know... Prom season, that's the money makers for a lot of people in the service industry. Prom's getting canceled, graduation's getting canceled, you know, and like people graduations that have been canceled, they already paid me. I've given them their deposits back because that's already, you know, unfortunate. That's a, that a big milestone that a lot of people are looking forward to. I'm not that money hungry because I've seen, you know, like screenshots of makeup artists and hairstylists not want to give people their money back when their events are canceled. That's messed like, up. It's not that, you know, it's not that deep. Like, that's I don't that's why I I'm always been blessed. Like I've never been hard up or, you know, just really, oh no, I want your money. Like, cause I'm gonna be fine regardless. So like I'm not gonna add that extra stress on to somebody. Their graduation is canceled. That's something that they've been looking forward to and worked hard to accomplish. So, you know, but still, like, that's a lot of money that we gonna be missing out on. You got six, seven clients in one day, then that's just not gonna happen. Yeah. And then, you know, at times like this, when it comes down to it, people, if they have to decide, okay, I'm not working, I haven't been working for however long this goes on, unnecessary spending is gonna have to get cut out, you know? Yeah, Makeup is gonna be very unnecessary. You know, if you gotta decide, oh, do I wanna go get my makeup done? Do I wanna buy groceries for my house? Yeah, So. that's true. So, like, what is your advice to people who may just have, like, just decided to go into entrepreneurship and they, like, that's all they really have to fall back on in this time? Like, as a makeup artist, like, what are some things that you could give them kind of, like, some, like, tips on maybe to Um, bring some extra money in? 
anybody that's an entrepreneur, regardless of what lane you're in, it's always important to have more than one stream of income. You can't rely on just one thing to pay the bills. So even if everything you do doesn't make the same amount of money, like always have some money coming from somewhere else. And if you got to get a quick little minimum wage job just to keep yourself afloat until it's over, do that. Like, yeah. you know, as long as you know that, okay, this is not gonna last forever. I just need to have a steady income until this is over with. Don't be ashamed to go work at Walmart because they're going to need help stocking this stuff up. And when it's really. all over, I'll see y'all later because they probably going to try to fire you anyway. So And don't yeah. feel bad when they try to fire you. Yeah, a job people. is a job. Okay? Yeah. Money is money. It all spend the same. You know what's funny as hell to me? You called me one day and you were like, what you doing? It was like the middle of the day. And I was like, I'm at work. And you was like, oh, I forgot you got a job. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just was like... I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> fuck these people. And then my sister called me one day and she was like, oh, I just can't, I can't remember. I keep forgetting that you got a, like a legit job. Like, it's not like I'm a bum or nothing. I'm I just not used feel to like, like this. yeah, y'all not used to be being confined yeah. for fucking eight hours a day. Like, that shit is crazy. That shit is crazy, bruh. That should have really make you fucking crazy. Eight hours? My nigga, most of the time we probably go to sleep. What what what's y'all what's y'all schedule when y'all go to sleep on a day to day basis? What's how y'all go to sleep, wake up, and start y'all day and shit? Um, mm, I don't like that question because this is kind of what I was talking to myself about earlier. I need to wake up earlier. I do. Yeah, me too. I need to wake the fuck up. <laughs> what time you get up now? Today I got up at like. Don't say what one the- o'clock. <laughs> don't say one o'clock. Please don't say one o'clock. No. <laughs> get up at one. It could have been that. But I got up at 12, but I was just up at 11, and I was just up at 10, and I was just up at 9. So, so I was going up. Back to sleep? I just um, couldn't get out the bed. bed. So a lot of times I'm up, but I'm not, but out, not out of the up. bed. So when I'm not out of the bed... I'm still down. But I, I asked that question just to pretty much make a point of, like, if you're waking up, let's say you're waking up at 7, you be, you at work by 8.30, you get off work at, what, 5.30, 6 o'clock. By the time you get home out of traffic, depending on where you live, you're getting home by 7, I guess. Mm-hmm. By the time you do that, if you want to cook, you're cooking. Mm-hmm. You're probably, like, winding down, checking emails, doing stuff. You got kids, that's even more Ooh, stuff you got to do. By the time you go into bed, you're literally telling yourself, I need to go ahead and get ready for bed because I have to go to work tomorrow. Right. Your whole day is devoted to a motherfucker who is a CEO of a company you probably never seen before who won't give you a raise. You don't have no health benefits and you sitting here talking about at 930. I need to get ready for tomorrow. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just Period. cannot fathom that shit. That's some bullshit. And I'm not trying to like down nobody who has a job because feed your family. Do what you need to do. But understand that just have they have a company and a corporation with employees, you can have the same. But some people are okay Everyone don't want that. For other people. Right. Yeah. Totally and fine. entrepreneurship that's is just not, not for everybody. It's not. Like, that's, that's it's not. It's not for everybody. And it's important for entrepreneurs to have that um, work model to refer to because, like mm-hmm. you were saying, people are not giving refunds. They're not postponing. They're not giving a credit to services. And they're just like, you got to book a whole other appointment and pay full price you lack customer service mm-hmm. to the ninth power. You Very lack, you know, service. business essentials because you don't know what it's like to really run a business mm-hmm. and really have the client in mind. Because if that was you on the other end, you would be upset because especially with this pandemic, no one is in control of what's going on. Exactly. Like, I understand, like, both sides where it's like you may be a makeup artist and it's like, this is my money. And it's like, damn, like, I got to give all this back. Mm-hmm. But maybe figure out a, a situation where it's like, I'm going to give you a credit up mm-hmm. to such and such. 
we don't know what's going to happen, but we're all in this together, blah, blah, blah. But you just being nasty. I hate when I'm trying to, like, book a service with someone on their little, like, equity scheduling. And it's a full paragraph, a whole novel of what they don't want. Don't do this. You better not do this. I don't accept this. They type it in all caps. And I'm just like, I'm not going to you. Because if you I feel too much a type on. of way just reading Yo, how to book you, baby? I'm not coming to you. No, that no. that comes in handy, and that comes from experience. It comes in experience, but it's you setting you the tone. When you have any of that, and then a lot of times, depending on the stage that you're in, you may not have time to reply to the five or six people that's texting you every hour. So it helps to go whatever questions that they might possibly it's the ask language. you. It's the language. Yeah, I, it's I definitely understand what you're saying because I've seen some where they be like, "Don't bring no extra people." You know, like, I definitely like yeah. it is tone, but like a lot of people, even like you take the time out. I'm quite sure you go to the booking site before trying to reach out and send a message. A lot of people don't even do that. Like, yeah, they they scroll to your Instagram to find your phone number but they didn't see the button that says book that has answers Everything to every question that, that they're about know. to text me you know and so yeah. now i have to go and i have to you know stop what i'm doing but it's or still, i have to remember it's to still text you a back. line of just like being courteous yeah. everyone and that's also where we said with friendship sometimes you got to meet some people where they are everyone may not be as knowledgeable or professional as you are mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you just stoop down to that level I think that customer service should exceed at all times yes, like sure. when you want to go out to eat that same makeup artist with that nasty bio you want to get a certain type of service and if you don't then that's you and your prerogative and your low standards but I digress I more so feel like you should still be helpful to people who are trying to put money in your pockets mm -hmm. yeah. so that's all i'm saying i'm not saying like don't put any type of like frequently asked questions on your biography or whatever but it's just the tone that i typically see our people have and it's just sad. i wish i can teach people how to uh have customer service because i'm i'm the type of person if i go to the store if i go to a restaurant because i've been in the retail and the restaurant industry I'm always looking for good customer service. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the store. Um, greet me. Right. Motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I went to Big Lights. Welcome to Big Lights. Yeah. You go to Moe's. Welcome to Moe's. <laughs> you know what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like to feel welcome. Yeah. You make me feel good about spending money in your I establishment. I had a horrible ass day. You the first person made me smile. And exactly. I'm going to buy extra whatever. I'm a... You know I what I'm came saying? in here looking for one thing. Now I'm getting three. Yeah, just especially if they get paid off commission, I'm gonna make sure that you you good. You mm -hmm. know, so it just depends on the situation. But I think customer service should always be the bottom line. So yes, the bottom. Yes. Bottom line. But to wrap up this segment, I really just more so wanted to talk about like nine to five versus entrepreneurship and the importance of the of the of two of them because like I don't want anyone to feel like oh fuck it I'm gonna lose my job today and I'm gonna be an entrepreneur and you thinking oh everything's supposed to just happen like that's not how it goes mm -hmm. not at all. so you know work your plan and plan your work if you want to quit your job have a plan in, in place yes build some kind of you know clientele do something you know model kind of like mimic whatever job you have kind of learn from their business model and implement it into your business or if you have a horrible your job lifestyle. do the opposite if right. your job is like piss poor they don't care about nobody then do the opposite don't Flip be that it. same boss that's really you know not even for your for their employees so 
And before you quit your job, make sure whatever it is that you're going to do is going to make you at least the same amount or more money. Because, like, there's no need to quit and you still struggling. Your lights getting turned off. Like, you could have stayed at work. Y'all, my lights ain't never got turned off. But Not I was either. with this boy. I was with this man. And I went to his house. And his lights was off. And I felt so bad. Mine never turned off. That's just because I'm absent-minded and forget. Like, my bills due dates every now and then. So... And that's when okay. it's all over, like, oh, I gotta pay the light bill. Then like, I go pay. So you got the lights turned off before? Yeah, once I, cause I just legit forgot. Girl, I kept, it's like I, I kept scared. telling myself, pay the light bill, pay the light bill, pay the light, and I never did it. And then do like, you put your bills on auto pay or like shit? No, like, hey, no, 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 no. So my you can take my money. Is on auto pay. My car insurance is the only thing that's on auto pay. But yeah, girl, I have a lot of stuff on auto no. pay. No, because like that be that hurt when you think no. you got a certain amount of money and boom, no. they done hit your ass. And sometimes they be being slick. What made me uh, like keep taking stuff off auto pay is like I had this one car insurance company. I didn't know what was going on. You know, I felt like I was faithfully paying every month, every month, every month. Then all of a sudden I see like a $640 charge that they took out of my account and I called back. Like, so basically I switched debit cards. Mm. So they weren't able to charge my card for two months. So y'all couldn't call me and tell me that, you know, y'all didn't send no emails saying my payment failed or nothing. So they charged me for three months at one time. So I'm like, fuck this auto pay shit after that. No, y'all get this money when I give it to you. Get this money when I give it to you. Period. Period. I have a list though on my phone, like of every day that a bill is coming out in the amount. That's because you're the most organized person in the world. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I don't like to be surprised. You I don't should like. Teach classes. You should, you like should to teach know. classes on organization. No, for real. Like, you think so? Yeah, I'll take it. Maybe I should do an ebook. You should get on live one day First and be all, like, "You should do that, and you should go ahead and start while the coronavirus is going on. Go ahead and market for your uh, customer service improvement. You know, charging people like ten dollars, fifteen dollars, going to get your money. Christina, you need to go ahead and package some skincare products. Go Ooh. ahead and deliver it off to people so you get that clear face while they sitting at home with the nasty stuff on their face. You know what I'm saying? Do it. <laughs> you said multiple streams of income. I, I got a few projects going on right now. And I'm in school, so like I'm yeah. Educated. This is the attention teacher over here. Come on, speaking come on to the mic, big sis. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about employers and shit. So we got a little bit of time, not a lot, but a little. Yeah, we gotta catch happy hour. Oh yeah, we're happy hour at Jalapenos. Okay, oh. so what's up? What you had? What was on your heart? No, when y'all was talking about employers, <laughs> I, you gotta hear. We gotta hear when you. y'all was talking about employers and customer service. Do y'all ever look at the other side of customer service, like the actual? Why is the agent so upset? Like the employers themselves, like them being overworked, understaffed, um, treated mm. disrespectful, underpaid, mm-hmm. just like the whole environment of the company. They do be feeling like I that. I do think about that because I was in that predicament, you know, with the job of mine. I was like underpaid, overworked, doing illegal practices for a scamming as B-I-T-C-H. So I had my breaking points where I was just like, fuck this job, fuck these patients, fuck everybody. But then I was like, I can't allow that person to change who I am. So it just depends, like, on the situation. But I see where you're coming from with that question. So is it acceptable for the customer service agent to still behave in a way that's not, per se, customer service in that case? Mm. Like, how would you perceive that if you knew on the other side, like, okay. If I, mean, I, was, I don't feel like, don't, don't take 
whatever you got going on out on anybody that it doesn't have anything to do with it. So if you're overworked and underpaid, that's an issue with your supervisors. That's not for you to treat your subordinates like shit because that has nothing to do with them. Yeah. It's like mis- it's like displaced, misplaced anger. It's like I'm taking it out on you, but you didn't do this to me or you're not the reason why I'm in this predicament. So I should go over here and beat this motherfucker ass. You feel me? I ain't going to beat your ass. Mm-hmm. You do shit to me. But instead, it's like a power thing. It's like, oh, well, I can't speak my mind to my boss. He just chewed me out. So I'm going to go chew out the people that I can talk to all kind of so that I can feel better. Yeah. And some people just don't have a strong enough mindset because I know y'all say, leave it at home. You know what I'm saying? But some Mm -hmm. people really can't do that. They just, they continuously think these toxic thoughts. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to just spread it out. Yeah, but I, I mean, care. I've had my days where, like, I've been very pissed off, like, literally pulling into the parking lot at work, arguing with my boyfriend on the phone and, like, have to check myself. Like, I still don't talk to him. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. I still be polite, yeah. cordial. I don't have a nasty attitude, but it's, like, obvious I don't want to be bothered. So, but still, like, I'm not lashing out at people because mm-hmm. they're not the ones that piss me off. It was my man. This man, that ain't nothing to do with them. So, why, you know, why should I come in here with this nasty negative energy, taking it out on everybody else, yeah. trying to get them in the same room that I'm in? Mm-hmm. That's not cool. And some will, somebody will try to bring that negativity out of you Definitely. at all times. So, I just, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. You right. ain't go, you ain't go switch over my, I'm going to just pray for you. So, did we answer your question? Yeah, pretty much. I okay, good. That was a great question. Yeah, it you know, was. But then, definitely, since we're dealing with the coronavirus, it's probably a lot of people who, Come you know, are probably like, um, y'all keep fighting for water. And so, you know, they have to mm-hmm. deal with a lot. Yeah, they got to deal with a lot. And hours of being cut and right. stuff. It's going to be a lot of tension. So, just putting that yeah. positive energy out there and letting people know how they can actually combat with yeah. this whole situation. I think yeah, yeah, cool. situations like that. Yeah, like, Thank As you for a that, customer, thank you for that question. yeah, thank you, you have to, definitely. I get what you're saying. Well, they have a certain amount of understanding. You know, it's long lines, and that's not the yeah. people that work at the store fault. So don't have a nasty attitude with them. It goes both ways. Yeah. Like you, the customer is not always right. Sometimes, not as a all. customer, you need to check your damn self. If these people got limits on stuff, that's out of their control. Don't catch no attitude. Don't want to curse them out. Like, no, y'all be... Everything y'all is be checks prepared. and balances. And people who don't understand that shit, they don't want to understand that shit. So I also look at it like how um, people that work, like, I noticed, like, just being around Monty for, like, the last two weeks or whatever, like, every time we go into a store, even before this whole coronavirus shit, like, when really she walks in somewhere, like, she'd be like, how are you doing today? Like, and just genuinely want to know, like, how the person is doing because they could have had a long-ass day. They probably don't have a babysitter mm-hmm. at home. Like, they're trying to make ends meet. And sometimes, like, you're so close to just, like, at your breaking point. So you need people to kind of come into the store and be like, you know, I like your hair. Or mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. I try to give comments as much as I can without lying. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if your nails without is right being Busted, I'm gonna try to tell you maybe your hair look good. I like your right. hair color mm-hmm. because those little small things maybe will help the that person when there is something that's like arising. They're not as ticked off because you know yeah. they didn't have such a bad day. So. I do it like if I have a server or like I can tell she's having one of those nights, but she's still kind of barely holding together. I tip them very nice. Let them yeah. know like I understand what's going on. I'm not gonna hold it because a lot of people do hold that against them. Like oh, they food order is 
like it's burnt or they don't like that's not a service fault they right. ring it up the right way whatever happens in the kid but they take it out and it's oh i'm not tipping her because like oh this took too long to come out or something like that like you know so it, it's just hey let me tell y'all who don't like the tip them africans you say that all the time you say that all the time no, but they got the most money that's the crazy they part. can either tip good or not tip yeah it's at all. like this or this it's not mm. no in between no in between no in between but you know what i love to do and this is probably a little toxic. I don't care. Um, <laughs> if I'm at a store or anywhere where, uh, like a like a supervisor is treating mistreating their employee in front of customers, oh baby, I will embarrass you. Get I, yes. Literally, Get I'm yes. going to say everything to you yes. that your employee Can't wants to say, say to yes. you. So it was one day I was in um, Dollar Tree or whatever, and I was getting like one or two things, and this guy was trying to get off work. And so he had his light on still because he had to, but he was like, can y'all get, cash me out or whatever. The lady was like, yeah, I got you. So um, he was like, all right, I need you to help me because I'm about to turn my light off, and if I turn it off, then there's going to be no lights on. And so she was like being rude or whatever, so she finally helped him, but she was like, what's your problem? Da, da, da. Like She was like just doing the most. And she's like, don't make me beat you up in here. And I'm like, what? And he was like, I'm just trying to get out of here. I'm trying to like keep this light on because you ain't working. I'm trying to make sure that this line goes down. I'm trying to help you out, really, because you about to be by yourself. Mm -hmm. And she was just talking so much crap. And I was like, I like you. What's your sign? And he was like, I'm a Libra. And I was like, you like you like order. I was like, you don't play. You don't take no shit. And I was like, because all this over here is commotion. So I was just going back and forth. And I was like, yeah, you keep doing what you're doing. Be a hard worker. Be strategic because it's a lot of um dysfunctional. I was just talking shit. And she couldn't say nothing. What you going to say to me? And so he was like, yeah. He was like, I appreciate it. He was like, thank you. And I was like, you no problem. I was like, keep working hard. You're going you gonna to be the manager. What mm. you talking about? Because she's being rude. And then after she clocked him out or whatever she did, she still was talking about, y'all back up real quick because I'm going to have to beat him. I'm going to have to hurt him. And I'm like, you don't even get it. Like, yeah. you're piss poor. Definitely. So I, I enjoyed that. Like that. Yeah. I, I enjoyed a, doing I that. I had an experience similar to that at the airport. What airport? We had a layover in Dallas. And, like, we ate at a Panda Express in the airport. And the... The manager, like, she was so nasty to the employees. Like, she was, like, snatch the utensils out their hand, like, move, let me do this. Like, and then my order. Off of 50 cent more. Right, like, she took my order, and it was wrong. And she was like, but you said you wanted this. I said first. No, she didn't take my order. My order was incorrect, so I gave it back to her. She was like, you said you wanted such and such. I said, you didn't even take my order. So how are you going to tell me what I want? Well, this is what I said. No, like, you know, so I'm going back and forth with her. And I um, I told the girl, I said, I'm so glad I don't have to work for no nasty. Yes, I let her have it. Like, I said, um, she treat y'all like y'all animals. I said, I yeah. wish y'all could just walk out on this job on her, leave her in here by herself. I said, And I told her, I said, you have a very disgusting personality. And so, like, I don't like stuff like that. Like, yeah. who, who do you think you are? No. I love doing that. My situation was a little different than y'all's. I like y'all. I wish my sister um situation was as spicy as y'all's. But we're um, rebels. We're rebels at home. I went to um <laughs> it's a Dollar General by my house. And they just got new management. It went nine. So I walked in the Dollar General and first of all, it's a motherfucking mess in that bitch. And I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> It was a what? It was a motherfucking mess in that bitch. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Then the line is so long. It's about 10 folks in line and one cash register. And the manager over here, it seemed like a stock person down there, down the house. And I'm sitting in line. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I finally get to the front. I finally get to the front. I said, you the only one that work here? She said, well, I tried to tell the manager. I said... 
you're the only one that work here. It gotta be because this line I've been this long. I've been in line for about fifteen minutes. That's ridiculous. No. And they be in the back watching fucking in the bag. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Okay, in so I don't like the people like when the line long, that one person, I be like, y'all ain't gonna open up no more records. I don't like that. <laughs> that, that was about to be me. That was about to be me. I, like I wouldn't do it. I just it. be feeling so embarrassed for the people working because it's not yeah. their fault. Like, it's not. How many Right. right. Uh, dang. Like, don't let me go down these aisles looking for you. Why you got this little girl <laughs> Excuse here? Excuse me. <laughs> well, that's what I do. I go looking like, y'all see that? Y'all see that? Yeah. Can y'all come help? Me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I tell them, ain't nobody up front, even if it is somebody, so they need to come. You can no, help really. with this line. Fuck that. But, girl, let's get up into this um Kanye. This Kanye combo. So, who hit us up this week? Kanye, sure. Do Kanye, please. Okay, it's anonymous, of course. What's up, anonymous? But anonymous. the story reads: she wants our advice. What should she do? Um, so all this crazy corona stuff has been going on, and me and my boyfriend agreed to self-quarantine. Quarantine. How do you quarantine. say quarantine. quarantine at his house? So I love him, but he's been a little under weather weather, and I'm worried about him too. So he keeps saying that he okay, and I keep encouraging him to get tested or, you know, at least go to the doctor. But he don't like to listen to me because he's so stubborn. And I can't risk it no more, so I went back to my mom and daddy house. So what should I do? Should I feel bad for leaving him? No. Should I go back? Should I keep telling him to go get tested? Should I just leave him to look alone? Because I'm not trying to get the corona. What, should, what would y'all well, do? He has symptoms of it, is what she said? She just said that he was little under the weather. Um, so, coughing, fever sometimes, but fever, night. Get your temperature, and then the next thing is you need I to mean, go to the doctor. and with all that going on, he don't want to go to the doctor on his own. Let that nigga die in peace. <laughs> <laughs> the decision has already been made. You went back to your mom and daddy house. The like, deal is he, done, you and can't the cake is done. more than they care about themselves. Yes. That's okay. If that nigga want to get taken out by the coronavirus, let him do that. You've done all that you can do. You encourage him to go to the doctor. He obviously doesn't give a fuck about his health with stuff like this going on. So, hey, find you a healthy nigga. Let him die in peace. Find you a healthy Ooh, nigga. Chalet. Find you a healthy naked. Oh, Chile. I don't know. I would. I definitely be like, you know, you need to get your temperature. Like, even if I don't feel good, I'm still taking my temperature. So you don't even know your temperature. You're not taking any precaution. Are you even drinking enough fluids? Are you taking antibiotics? Like, what are you doing? Because what it, even if it's not coronavirus, like, I'm not going to be around you and you're not even trying to help yourself. Like, I can help you. But, but you know, so men much. don't really take care of themselves anyway. Like. Something got to fall off I guess off that's him, why he was, like, the pretty... That's very weird. I guess that's why he wanted her to stay around. Oh, he wanted, take, like, a... Um, mm-hmm. He wanted to role play and really be sick, and she's the doctor, the nurse, <laughs> no. and shit like that. And Nurses then they get paid $45 an hour. You gonna pay me to be a nurse? They do for real? Something like that. Oh, I would drop Ooh. some blood. Okay, but the only thing is, nurses are trying to leave that practice because they're hard hours. They work in 12-hour shifts, like... But they're, like, four days a week. 
really no bad. you work like consecutively yeah, so sometimes like you might have to work like a 24 hour shift yeah, oh it's got you and a lot of them are trying to move to different areas like body scoping and stuff because you can't really live a life working 12 hours in the hospital all day so oh. it's kind of like Damn, you paying rent for nothing. Do you know that, like, when nurses, like, in California and Seattle go on strike, a nurse from Georgia can fly over there and work, and they get paid, like, $100 an hour? Say that again? Oh, that's what's mm-hmm. up. Yeah. <laughs> if someone in, like, Cali go on strike, they'll have a Georgia yeah. person or somebody from another state to come on over and get, like, double or, like, quadruple yeah. or triple the price. Quadruple so a lot of, like, a lot of young nurses, they do they go, like, two or three weeks at a time, have, like, a $15,000 check coming back home. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. That's what's up, Big Body Benz. Mm. So we answered the coronavirus Kanye uh, convo question. Yes. That's a lot of cues. I'm going to pray for her. That's a lot of cues and cues. Yeah. Coronavirus Kanye Convo's question. Yeah, just tell them you want to take a break. You know, let them get all that stuff. I think out we should see other people. I think we should see. No, other don't say see other people. Just tell them you know I want to take this time to focus on myself. I want the bug light. I, like, I don't want the corona. How many y'all work out with people? Oh shit! That's another conversation. Another day, another day. Let's not. Let's not. We're just not going to do that today. Part two. Part two. Part two. We got a lot of part two. <laughs> you can't. That's. <laughs> yeah, no, you're it's in it forever. But what's your social media? How can people get in contact with you? Let's say we got one more person on this planet that need a face beat. You know what I'm saying? In this in this time, how can they get in contact? With Instagram you? is the best way to contact me for business purposes. Christina with a C H. Christina. T underscore MUA. My profile picture has a head wrap, so you know you're looking at me. And if you want to add me on Facebook, CT, I don't really do too much business on Facebook, but I'm very funny and entertaining, so yeah. Asshole. That's what the people say. (laughs) So, yes, y'all contact her on Instagram, like her pictures. They go viral a lot. She's really, really amazing at what she does. Yes, she is. Perfecting her craft. Mm So, yeah, make just sure y'all look at her, y'all. Just look at her. She's just a Nubian goddess. You mm. know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, you're giving me like starbursts. You're oh tropical. Oh, yes. Type of tropical. tropical. Yes. Like, I'm in Jamaica on the beach eating starbursts. The pink kind. The, mm. the pink ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She said, okay, y'all keep so, talking. Keep on talking that shit. <laughs> That's no emotion. I would be like, oh my gosh, for real. Thank you. I don't think neither one of us are like that. But if you're hearing the sound of my voice, go ahead and follow me on Instagram, GA underscore D O L L. My Twitter, not really popping like that, but it's George, just spell it out, underscore doll. My phone number is 777 9383. Y'all can text and then call. You gotta hang up and then call again, and I know it's you. Boom. Um, but yeah, that's my social media. Y'all interact with me, like my pictures, and follow Responsible Mistakes. What's your social girl? Of course, follow Responsible Mistakes. And my Instagram is Queen Regine with two E's. So that's Q U E E N R E G I N E. Why the two E's, girl? It's extra what? Um, the extra E for the extra me. That is my alter ego. Yeah. You know, that's my ratchet <laughs> friend, my go to the club friend, my list. We in traffic, let's dance in traffic, friend. That's Regine. Okay. <laughs> but Regine is just, you know, here. But yeah, the extra E for the extra, extra me. me. My alter ego. Y'all see her on the weekends at the 12 o'clock a.m. So yeah. Um, 
Oh, y'all, yeah. email us if you have any cognac combos. Yes, email us um, at responsiblemistakes at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at responsiblemistakes at gmail. And oh, the most not. important thing, our cash app is responsiblemistakes <laughs> with the cash, the little dollar cash sign in front. dollar sign. So, oh, we are taking know. donations. Yes, donations. If you need ad placement, let mm-hmm. us know. Same email, responsiblemistakes at gmail.com. And we'll talk to y'all, see y'all, hear y'all next week. Be easy, not gang, too easy. Gang. Do everything I won't do. You know, peace Be out. responsible. And make and no mistakes. Make- <laughs>